Ruffle After Dark Awards and Recap Edition. Katie. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's a, it's kind of a sad day a little bit, right? I mean, the season's over and I didn't win. So um, there's that. You didn't make any trades this week. I haven't? Shit. I've been trying, sort of. I check I you for a pulse. I know. I uh, I made that one first out of the gate right away, right? And then uh, it's been kind of quiet. You know, I just... I, I Trust me, like, I've looked at the rosters a lot and made a couple offers, but, like, for the first time, like, my, my calculator trade calculator in my brain, like, the trade machine is broken. Like, it doesn't know what it wants to do for the first time in a long time. Like, I don't know if it's just been so long or... You got to go on like but, uh, trade Rumspringer or something. Get out, see the world, come back. I know. And go either... on like a go on like a, a like a Zen like Buddhist like meditation uh, like hike or something like that. Sit at the top of a hill and maybe just like a luxury rehab. <laughs> there you go. You know, you know, just like check self check in and. And, uh, you know, just kind of treat yourself for, for a little I'm while. KT. I like to trade. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm KT. It's been seven days since my last trade. Hi, KT. <laughs> I'm here for the cookie plate on the way out. Um, not that. Speaking of which, what are you drinking tonight? We missed it last week. We got... You know, everybody texted immediately after saying you didn't talk about your drinks. No, no one said it except for us. So yes, I was like, I feel like you probably did. Yeah, you texted me. Um, I uh, I'm supporting Jay's Dry January, and I'm having a Sprite on one side, and I have a little bit of uh, just you know tap water on the other side. Well, I appreciate your support. We're uh, we're drinking Liquid Death right now. Oh, nice! What uh, what flavor of liquid? The, the severed lime, okay. sparkling so- water. I figured I'd buy something fancy so I don't feel like I'm not drinking something that's of substance because fucking water bores me immediately. Yeah, I uh, I I did the uh, the mountain spring waters from there. I think I bought like a twelve pack for. for it's gotta have a little fizz for me. Like, it's gotta have a yeah. little excitement. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I made it uh, eleven days thus far. So there you go. Nice. I uh, I have we my see. fountain sprite from Chipotle from dinner tonight. Still, I refilled before we left, and then I just kind of nurse it for the rest of the night. So, uh, fountain sodas hit harder, hit differently. Yes, yes, they do. I was, I was actually not going to refill it, and Justin's like, "You're not like." I'm like, I've got the leftover sprite in the car, and. She's like, but it's a fountain soda. I'm like, yeah, you're right. So she talked me into it. Man, this is some riveting fucking content at the beginning of this one. <laughs> well, we should probably start drinking again. Yes, we probably should. Um, uh, moving on. Yeah, so the uh, the agenda for today, after we're done talking about our sparkling waters and our NA drinks. Fountain um, sodas. Fountain sodas, Chipotle, paper cup taste. Um, we have... We have some news. We have some new divisions, so we're going to go through that. 
Uh, we are going to, uh, I'm going to attempt to pronounce things, uh, which is not going to go good. Um, you than me. Yeah. And, uh, and then we're going to go through like KT's trade recap gonculator. I don't know what you want to really call it. We didn't hash that out in the 20 minutes we've been talking before this started. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have to take a little, a little bit off the top today from the, uh, from the recording. Just a little bit. There'll be, there'll be a B-roll at the end of the yeah. year with all our cut bullshit. Um, so then we have, at the end, we'll do JE's Ruffle After Dark Awards, which are nonsensical and hopefully funny. Um, yes, KT. New divisions. Yeah, it's exciting. I was actually, I'm glad that Robbie, you know, put that up because I was actually thinking about it, you know, because I like to trade typically, right? And so in years past, I think it's taken a little bit longer, maybe not super, like not a lot longer, but I've always made a bunch of trades before the divisions happen. And then I'm always like, like I just traded, you know, McCaffrey to the guy I'm going to have to play twice now, right? Like just stupid stuff like that. So I'm glad that the uh, the one big trade that I made, uh, you know, Mandy did not end up in my division. So that uh, that's a good thing. So they put they being Goss and the the uh, very uh, or uh, God, I can't even talk the complicated algorithm of one <laughs> two three four one two three four one two three four in Roto points um, put Brett and I together, which is. Just marquee matchups two times <laughs> per year until like the league ends. I have a feeling based on our trades. Um, <clears throat> so I, I will attempt to read these fucking team names, but this will be the only guy or the the division names. But this will be the only time we're ever referencing these nisiferous uh, botanantes. That's not even close. Sure. No, yeah. Alexis Angeles, thank you for making one somewhat of a, a bit of a fucking layup. Thank you. Um, he didn't have a very good run, apparently. Uh, no. Neither did Botanantes. Only three years? Yeah, three years. That ain't good. No. Andronicus Paleologus. Wow. That might have been close, except for uh, like mouth vomited in the middle of that. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of did a little bit there. Um, so that will be the only time we talk about that. Those fucking names. I do have names uh, it, to replace them right now. Um, unless you want to comment on the actual emperor names, I was just going to be like, I'm forever going to call it the NB, the AA, and the AP because I I'm not funny and B. These names are ridiculous. So there's that. I'm fairly sure you will be picking up in week six Nisiferous Botanantes on, as like your third tight end. Uh, there is a strong possibility of that. Right there with uh, all the other creative fucking players you had. Is it, We're going to play a game next year and it's going to be Byzantine Emperor or <laughs> KT's new tight end. Uh, come on, Akonkwo, he's a stud, dude. I know he is. He's pretty good, actually. But, uh, you know, it's it's literally going to be create a player or Byzantine Emperor. So, um, for the purposes of the rest of this podcast, the division names will now be referred to as... Um, so, the 
Nicephorus bosonantes, and I'm just going to roll with that as no yep. idea how that's actually pronounced, um, is now the Fight Club division because uh, Brett and I are going to war, uh, and we don't speak about what happens in division. Um, <clears throat> I am happy. Um, I'm happy with that division. Uh, I like how Adrian like self deconstructed himself uh, with that trade. We'll get to it. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> that yes. didn't quite work out. Um, you know, we get to see if my long-term plan versus Brett's short-term plan uh, p- pans out. And then obviously Nate still has a really good team, but coming down from the mountaintop. Um, so yeah, I like my chances there. The second division is just a bunch of chuckle fucks. It's (laughs) KT, Baker, Jimmy, and Rob, and it is the Spaceballs division because said chuckle fucks and no plot. We'll see what happens. We're making it up as we go along. Pretty much. KT, Spaceballs, your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I'm going to see how many many trades I can make. In fact, see if I can top last year. I don't, Robbie, you'll have to give me the updated numbers because I don't have it in hand. It was like ridiculously like seventy something, I think. So, um, were you actually yeah. up this year? More trades this year than last year? I think it was, which is hard to believe. I feel like in a vacuum, it felt like less. It did, but I don't know, Rob. I'm going to need the uh, the overall total for the, for the two years of this one. Um, no, I'm I'm overall I'm happy with my division. You know, I think Josh has got an ascending team. Jim, you know, I'm hoping his bad ruffle luck continues, and Robbie just kind of middles around. So, um, I, I think there's a lot of potential. I think it could be a tough division again, um, but uh, it could go the other way too. So, <laughs> I think I think this end I think this division's got uh, a wide range or a wide variance, which. I also think is applicable to Spaceballs. I think you either love that movie or you hate it. There's not a whole lot of in between. So that's very true. Um, the third division, Andronicus Paleologus, whatever. Yep. Um, we're going to call it the, the draft day. If, if you weren't following along, we're in movie names. Um, so that's the draft day with Kevin Costner division. Um, because there's a lot of first-round fuckery, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, Dave has how many firsts still? Four. But Dan five? and Doug have Dan and Doug have the other two. Yep. <clears throat> it's probably not going to make any goddamn sense at the end of it, and Dave will probably trade back to get the guy he wanted to get earlier or something. I think that's how the movie goes. I don't know. I blacked out. It didn't make any sense. I've never um, you it. you had a. a a name for the division is the Debbie does Dallas division yes. because of the triple D's. Um, that is not a full length film, so it does not qualify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can, I can uh, confirm that one. So um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the division names. Uh, that's the d- new divisions. And that what they last two years. Is that right? No, one year. It does it every year. Oh, they change every year now. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least I don't have to get. At least I don't have to get fucking yelled at for picking shitty divisions uh, with the cards after our round of golf. 
Yeah, because uh, it says, as we should remember, when we moved to week 17, Division 3, whatever format, uh, we need to change divisions every year and not every two. So, Got it. Okay, well, I did not read the memo ahead of this <laughs> um, thing. So, yeah, obviously, this is... Math is hard. Yeah, I was told there'd be no math. So, new divisions every year. In this case, we are rolling with Fight Club Spaceballs and Draft Day. Um, and... Good luck, except for Brett. Fuck Brett. He's in my division now. So we really got to be on our game. Um, KT, you are the trade whisperer, and you have prepared your trade whisperings. I I haven't prepared anything. I'm going to wing this. I I looked at it a little bit. Um, I'm going to do my trades last. Um, But the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to go – I'm actually going to go from the bottom up, right? Um, so if you if you go to the team capsules, you can see that uh, kind of towards the bottom after you get through all the transactions and stuff, it shows all of the trades for that for the year um, for that team. Um, there's a lot there for me that you have to scroll through, um, but we're gonna start at the bottom and work our way up. And Natron, uh, you get an A. Uh, you couldn't make any trades, so you know when you get the hundred trades, it says no trades have been performed by this team. Um, you were the emperor, so you couldn't trade. Uh, I, I mean, technically you could, but if you're the emperor, why would you want to try and get rid of some of your players for a, a future asset unless you're out of it, um, which you weren't until after the trade deadline. So, uh, But your trades the year before kind of had set you up to kind of be the emperor. So uh, you get an A. Um, Dave, let's go to Dave. Um, Dave is like me trades quite a bit um i'd say the one difference for dave is you know i I like to swing for the fences and have big deals but like i feel like dave's trades are all blockbusters like it's got to be like the fence you know like you swing for the you know the fences or uh you're gonna strike out um is that because his offers are so shitty oh but there's like degrees to offers for dave right like i wish there was an offers list here (laughs) because Yeah, that, we'd have we'd have ourselves one hell of a podcast. Yes, um, I, I think you know I think Dave, you know he kind of warms you up a little bit and kind of gets you thinking about the trade, and then you know it kind of comes to at the end with the with his real offers. So you just you know he's got to kind of ease you into it a little bit, right? So where he throws a cold bowl of soup in your face and tries to stuff Josh Palmer down your throat. I, I may have gotten an offer from him or two this offseason that included jo- uh, Josh Palmer as well, but. Um, at the end of the day, you know, he's making trades, he's making offers, he's trying to make his team better. Um, you know, I, I think he had a very strong start to the year. I think I, him and I traded AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts back and forth a few times. Um, I mean, yeah, there was week one, traded him, AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts in a second for Devonta Adams and a, and a first this for this year. So a future first, you know, at the beginning of the year. Um, so that was a great trade for him. Um you know, we traded Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard back and forth a few times. And, um, you know, so at the end of the day, I'm going to give him a B, maybe a B minus, just because I think if he would have, if he would have not said, screw it, I'm going to trade fall draft picks and tank after having a you know, kind of rocky start to the first two games of the year or whatever it was, two or three games, um, you know, I probably would have given him an A. Uh, but uh, I do like the fact that uh, he makes offers and, uh, um, you know, what's like the official letter grade? I'm sorry, I missed it. 
Uh, let's give him a let's give him a B. Official letter grade. We'll give David B. Um, Is this a uh, Paul Churchian no pluses, no minuses, or are we going to mix some of those in? I might mix some of those in. We'll see. Okay. Um, like I said, I think you know I, I highlighted that Devonte Adams for AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts deal, but then again we we swapped him back and forth. I think that was a good one for him. Looking through his, I couldn't really see any like trades that I was like that was just terrible. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't I didn't see any really really bad ones on uh, his part. Like him getting Darren Waller for Cole Komet was a, a huge win I think for him. Um, that was a pretty big deal. Um, yeah, so I think they were just generally on the positive side. Um, um, I don't know if you have uh, any thoughts on any any of his deals. Well, I was just looking one up that I thought might have been bad, but it was actually okay. It was it was like right before the draft, he traded me Pollard. Oh, um, Pollard! For, got the eighth for, pick. for Booker in the eighth, and it ended up being Brian Robinson. So it's not the thing, not not the worst pick. I mean. Dynasty wise, obviously, right? Yeah, um, no, and, and that was like that was originally the one. That, yeah, that was originally the one that I looked at as well too. Um, but you know, I mean, getting a first round pick for Pollard when you know he's gonna maybe. I mean, I don't know if anybody really foresaw the full explosion happen that happened. You know, I had Z, so year, it was but, like the perfect right scissor um, scissoring. Yeah, I mean. In the end, Pollard probably outperformed Robinson, but at the end of the day, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't a bad one. So again, overall, I'll give I'll give Dave a B. Uh, let's see, Baker. You know, he was a little more lively than uh, than he's been in the past. Um, he made some interesting trades. Uh, I think there were some good ones. Uh, you know, the first one out of the boat, uh, McCaffrey, Barkley, for. Elijah Mitchell, Miles Sanders, and the third pick. I mean, he got like, what did he get? One, two, three, four first-round picks, Miles Sanders and Elijah Mitchell for it, and Mike Williams. So I I can't, I, you know, I, that one's a tough one to call for me. I, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts in that one. Um, <clears throat> I think the only thing I deal is he only got one pick for the current year, right? Like in a deal that that's big for two guys that are, you know, potentially as, as big as McCaffrey and Barkley, I'd, I'd like to see typically, you know, get more current year stuff out of it. But I mean, at the end of the day, he still, he still did get four first round picks out of it. So, um, you know, looking through it, I, I think one big L of a trade for him was he traded me the third overall pick for the discussion of Michael Carter and the 15th pick. So, um, uh, Moving down a full round to pick up Lavisca Chanel and Michael Carter. Um, yeah, that's not the best L. deal. Not not the best deal. Um, I think the deal that he made were our... well the Ayuk one. You wanted to? Oh yeah yeah yeah. I was probably gonna get that one because that was was that with Rod? Oh yeah yeah, yeah. so. I was probably going to get to that one with Robbie, but um, I mean, he traded away Ayuk and and got Kyle Phillips and two third round picks back. Um, yeah, that's that's a, in the running for me for for one of the worst trades of the year. Um, 
I mean, at the time, maybe it didn't seem like so bad, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and we're we're grading, grading these as end of the year, right? So, right. Uh, that's one I'm sure he probably wishes he would have had back. But then he did actually get Ayuk back, um, as well as got rid of Michael Carter and a couple second round picks to get Josh Jacobs to make that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that was a great deal. That that uh, run at the end of the year, and so when you know Jacobs was super hot, and you know was the leading rusher in the NFL, so. Uh, I think that one. Um, I, I think that one was a was a good one there for him. So I think he ended the year well uh, in his trades. But uh, um, the other one that. Uh, what was it? Well, yeah. I think actually, I think you know he traded Kyle Phillips in two thirds to get Ayuk. Oh, was that what it was? Early, and oh. Robbie Robbie gave it up because oh, then he traded yeah. him back. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. So it flipped off that. Yeah, it was yeah. a good trade for him. Sorry, it was a good bad. trade. Kyle Phillips is now on my team. Yes. And uh, Robbie has jack shit for it, although he did get him back later. Um, and that big deal. But um, Yes. Yeah, so you're right, you're right, you're right. He got Ayuk, which was a great trade. He, tra- he got Ayuk for Kyle Phillips. Yeah, I was right. looking at this little backwards. My apologies. Um, well, the I way RT lays it, I was fucking dumb anyways. Yeah. You know, and another one that I think in the at the end of the day, it, it'll be interesting is the the deal him and I made in week nine, where he got Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, and Gabe Davis plus a couple second round picks for uh, basically Amon Ra and Brees Hall. Um, I mean, I got you know Benjamin out of the deal too, but that was just to kind of balance the players on the on the on the trade, right? So. I think Eno was, at the time was possibly going to do something in Arizona before they cut his dumbass. So um, I, I don't know if that was lopsided one way or the other. I just think that's you know that's one that could shape the you know our division a little bit uh, with that. So uh, overall, um, I think I'm going to give Baker. Uh, just looking at he's made some deals. Lazard he got Taylor McLaurin for Lazard and Gabe Davis from you, which was a pretty good deal for him. Uh, I'm gonna give him a B plus. I'm gonna give him a B plus. He had a pretty good. I think he had a pretty good year from trades. So, I really like his team dynasty wise. Yeah, it. Uh, I think from where he started a year to where he ended up. Um, I mean, we didn't even talk about the big Najee Harris one, right? Where I think originally I was like, why would you give up all of that for Najee Harris? Um, I remember was it like week four or something like that? Yeah, week five. Najee Harris and uh, Jalen Warren for Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell, two first rounds and a second. Like originally, I was like, God, he gave up a whole crap ton, you know. But um, at the end of the day, it ended up being the eleventh pick. The what's Nate's pick? Like the I don't know what Nate has, but um, I mean, so they weren't like super high picks. For Najee and Jalen Warren and, and Elijah Mitchell is always hurt. Jeff Wilson and Natron uh, has the six. Okay, so I mean the sixth and the and the eleventh for Najee is I don't think it's you know terrible. I mean, again Elijah Mitchell, if he can stay healthy, he's great. But uh, so you know, I, originally I was like, wow, but where those picks ended up, uh, not the end of the world. So uh, moving on, Adrian. Um, Bum, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't make a ton of trades. The, I don't uh, have a sound bar, but <laughs> yeah, sound bar, yeah. Uh, you know, the first one wasn't bad. He picked up Damien Harris uh, to move back one pick and gave up a second for him. Um, didn't start off terrible. I, uh, that was a confusing 
uh, pick for me anyways, but or a trade. But then gave up a lot to get Stefan Diggs, who kind of tanked it a little bit at the end of the year. I mean, it's nice to pair Diggs and uh, and Josh Allen, but Diggs is going to be thirty, and then he gave up Waller for Cole Komet. I mean, I know he needed a tight end, but you do stupid things when you need players like. Uh, We'll get to one of my trades that I did not like at all, but uh, um, well, I, I'll, I I have to both like laugh and also commend him for taking a swing. Oh, absolutely! But and he's not listening, so it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he got his pair, uh, but he was so thin as a big risk, knowing if I don't. Like if I don't do, if I don't hit a home run, these picks are going to be probably worth it, worth good value. Yep. Yeah, and so I think just because he actually made a swing to get his guy, which I can commend, um, I'll give him a C minus. But uh, I think that's that's probably being generous. Um, moving on to the only F minus grade, which is Daniel. Um, <laughs> traded I mean he got Rashad White which was good because Rashad White was fine but like that was his only trade on the year was a Rashad White for $30 a waiver wire and a, a second round pick right um, yeah I think you know Daniel's got the, first, the number one pick right so he had a good enough team to kind of beat up on some of the lesser teams um, but didn't have a good enough team to kind of get into the you know playoff bracket right and so you, know, you look at some of his players I mean Eckler was a superstar obviously I, I you know wouldn't necessarily want to get rid of him um, I gave him so many offers in the offseason that were ridiculously dumb to get acres that for how acres turned out. Um, yeah. He might have been much better off. So I think some of the trades we've seen here, you, there's been a theme of like trade with KT because a lot of times you end up on the better end of it. Sometimes you don't, but like a lot of the times you do. <laughs> um, we'll get to, we'll get to Doug's <laughs> when we get there. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, Nick Chubb, you know, on an offense that has been run first, but with Deshaun Watson coming, you know, back halfway through the year, it might have been a good time to get rid of him because, again, there might, you know, I can, the writing was kind of on the wall that with Deshaun Watson there, you're not paying a guy $230 million guaranteed to hand off and run the ball. So um, it might have been a good idea to, to get rid of Nick Chubb when when he had a, a high value. You know, same thing. I tried to get Fournette for a while, and Fournette had a solid year, but, like, it was all because he was catching balls. Um yeah, he, I'd he have to it. start calling Dano uh, the the Green Bay Packers just just willing to run it back. You yeah. know the definition of insanity is hot chub time machine. I mean, he made a couple you know potentially good draft picks uh, with the, with the draft picks he got last year, right? In Christian Watson and George Pickens. So uh, I, you know, if I were the same, I would have probably swung a little bit harder to to maybe pick up a draft pick or two uh, to get a little younger and try and find that you know that true number one wide receiver because I think that's you know he's he's had good running backs for so long but you know he's been thinner on the wide receivers and you know sometimes it's hard to pick the right one if you don't have those at least one of those studs to kind of you know um that you know is going to get the targets that's going to get the catches and so Mm -hmm. that's the only reason I'm giving Daniel the F minus um Brett uh I think uh, he didn't make a lot of trades. He made a few, but he made a few big ones, right? I mean, so, uh, you know, he started off the year with an absolute banger of 
Mark Ingram and a third round pick for a future third round pick um, for Tyler Lockett, who was it's underrated. like a cockroach. Yeah, I mean, or a Twinkie. Guy doesn't cockroach, die. He's just Twinkie, phenomenal. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, he he's awesome. Uh, I've I've always been a big fan. I think he's one of the more underrated ones, and you know, there. Um, um, yeah, so you know, had a great start. You know, I think the Mahomes getting to, uh, Devonta Adams, and you know, two had a good start the year. You know, the concussions. You know, long term health. You're a little worried about two, but you know, Devonta Adams, who was you know again top three, five receiver, whatever for Patrick Mahomes and Schuster, like. You know, that's a pretty even deal. Um, Derrick Henry and a first for McKinnon and Barkley. I threw McKinnon in that deal just for the hell of it. I wish I would have kept him because I kind of kind of felt like what he did at the end of the year, he might have done throughout the year um, just with how he ended last year. But, uh, you know, so that deal ended up being pretty even. I think maybe he even got the little, you know, I think the the future first offsets McKinnon a little bit, and Henry and Barkley. I, I would have, you know, I got the. I think you know Henry played a little better overall throughout the year versus Barkley, but you know Henry wasn't there at the end of the year, but Barkley was. So I mean, very even. Um, and then you know the deal with you, which I think um, helped him a lot for this year. I think you know Lazard and Gabe Davis were tossed around by you know throughout the throughout the league, you know, in a bunch of different trades. You know, I think they were tantalizing potential early on and kind of fizzled out, uh, you know, that potential and didn't really realize it. Um, you know, Zeke was phenomenal. He was just a steady Eddie. I'm going to get you, you know, 60, 70 yards on touchdown every week for like eight straight weeks this year or some crap like that. It was ridiculous. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's on his last legs. I feel like he just didn't look as explosive. He, I mean, he had some solid runs, but he just, he, he's still that, uh, that great, he's, he's that, that grinder that's going to get you the, three, four yards every carry. He doesn't give a lot of negative plays. Everyone on the goal line, he knows how to get in the end zone. But, uh, you know, and Pollard, Pollard was awesome. Um, who knows where Pollard's going to head next year, though. I mean, there's only so many open jobs, and there's a long list of uh, running backs coming into the league this year. It's pretty deep, and there's a long list of free agents, um, along with guys like, uh, you know, Delvin Cook, who I could see the Vikings getting rid of to clear up some cap space if they need to. So, um, yeah, there's just there's a lot of a lot of what ups with Pollard. So, but you got Chris Olave in that deal and a second round pick. So I I think long term wise, um, I like your side of it. But for the short term, it was definitely a a, a deal that. Well, for um, fans of the plan, remember the plan. I do remember the plan. Yeah, fans so of the plan that worked out very well for parties involved. Yeah, um, it did. What's your overall fuck Brett trade score? Uh, I'm gonna give Brett. I think. Uh, I think I'm gonna give him an A minus. I think he did a really good job this year with his trades. Okay. Pains me to say that, but uh, fuck Brett. But I think he did a good job. Um, do more of it, Brett. Do more of it. Um, Robbie. Robbie was a little more active than you know than he normally is. I think too. Um, but Robbie went into tank mode, which he's never done in the history of Ruffle. I feel like. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, did he inadvertently do it in years past? I'm not sure, but I mean, he started out the year. Um, I mean, I barely know where my keys are, so maybe my history isn't too. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember what happened yesterday, so I'm I absolutely do not know what happened in years past. So, 
without looking it up. And I didn't do that before this, but we've already talked about the, the Brandon Ayuk trade where uh, he gave away, thank you for the correction. He gave away Brandon Ayuk for Kyle Phillips and two the round picks, which is just, that, that to me, that's the, the worst pick of the, or the worst trade thus far that we've gone over. Um, it, one of agents was a close second probably, but uh, uh, he did pick up uh, Josh Jacobs for James Cook, you know, a first and then a couple of, you know, like future, future, second, third. So I like that trade for him. He needed, you know, Isaiah Lakely looks like a guy who, you know, has a future, uh, especially if uh, they move to more two tight end sets, which they probably should in Baltimore because they have no wide receivers. Uh, well, Robbie with... ended up with the uh, the all ACL team. And so yeah, if he, he did. You know, that's got, and obviously we know people can come back from ACL, so that's not that big of a an issue anymore. But, you know, Brees and Javante look pretty good if they come back healthy. Um, yeah, I uh, that was actually the, the next deal that I was just going to you know, talk about. I mean, he picked up, uh, you know, Brees and Dulcich, who, you know, if they get a competent quarter or a coach in Denver, I think Dulcich could, could be a, a tight end on the rise as well, um, you know. I think, you know, ACLs have become pretty, you know, commonplace that guys come back from. I think the the real only, um, you know, worry that you have is, you know, if, if a guy comes back like Dobbins, who just hasn't looked, you know, right. But uh, and I think, especially with running backs, it usually takes, you know, that second, like the first year they come back, they're not quite the same. I know like Dalvin and uh, Saquon, when they came back from their injuries, they had kind of, they dealt with some hammy and some other injuries that, that first year. And then, the next year they were fine. Um, so Dobbins has that one good leg right now. Overall, you know, and then Robbie traded away, you know, hit a good deal to get Josh Jacobs, but then I felt like he had kind of a, an old, just an okay deal to get Jacobs, you know, to get, to, to trade away Jacobs to get some, you know, some stuff. Uh, Michael Carter didn't really pan out like I think he hoped it would. Brandon Ayuk kind of, you know, it was up and down a little bit. And then a couple of seconds, I felt like he probably, you know, probably could have milked a contending team for a little bit more of that. So I think overall, um, the, on the borough deal for, but uh, in a second. So I think overall, you know, I, I give Robbie a passing grade. I give him a C. Um, not great, not bad. Uh, but he made some swings. So um, Maddie, 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 Maddie. Let's see here. Um, he made one, two, three, four, six, nine trades, and seven of them were to me. Um, so obviously, he did well. Probably, um, you know, we we started off early. He he got a couple first round picks for me from Josh Jacobs. I probably should have just stopped there and, and kept Jacobs uh, with probably you know the season that he had. Um, he picked up you know Justin Jefferson, who's probably the best player in fantasy. Uh, he did give up T Higgins in the first overall pick. So I, I felt like even in retrospect, I would do that deal again you know, from my perspective, because I'd love T Higgins and getting the first overall pick and, you know, running back or just, uh, you know, I ended up trading him, but uh, pretty solid. Um, overall solid, but, uh, you know, getting, giving up two first round picks for Miles Sanders, but Miles Sanders had a, a pretty solid year. Um, getting or giving up, uh, a second in LaVisca, basically the second for Mostert when he needed him was, was solid. Took a swing to get Herbert, um, giving up Mostert and Kyler in a first. I think I thought that was a little bit of an overpay um, to get 
Herbert, uh, I think Kyler, you know, overall maybe a better fantasy quarterback plus a future first. So didn't love that deal. Um, and then the one we just made, you know, he got four really good players and I got a bunch of potential uh, and Jonathan Taylor. So uh, Christian Kirk is, has been really, really good. You know, I traded him today for, you know, my boy Burke's back and a, a future pick. We'll get to that here. But, um, you know, overall, I think Maddie, you know, he got the best player in fantasy in Jefferson. So I'm going to give him, uh, you know, an A minus. I can't believe we're going to get back down to you. And I guess we'll have already gone through all the deals, but yours is like a fucking scroll. <laughs> Anyways, we're almost there. Yeah, we're continue. almost there. Uh, Doug, 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 Doug. Um, as you'll learn here, he made a few deals, um, two big ones, you know, with me. I, uh, I, when I thought Chase Edmonds was going to be a thing, this is probably uh, one of the worst deal, one of the bad deals uh, in my bad deal top three. Uh, Chase Edmonds in the 11th pick to move down from the three. Um, so he picked up some good trade capital there. But he Except didn't. he took Sky Moore with that pick after he flipped it. Um, for the four? For the three, four flip to yeah. Adrian, and goddamn, if he had taken, I don't know, and anybody else, <laughs> plenty of people. Olave would have scared. Olave, uh, yeah, Jamison Williams coming off ACL, that would be very scary. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think Doug. The, the thing is, let's give Doug Jack picks. Let's not give Doug Doug players for picks. So that's it's good that he can't trade now for a year because, um, yeah. You know, Doug, the, Doug needs a draft coach. Yes, but the you know the big one was he picked up. He, he should have taken. He should have taken George Kittle. Oh, well, it's <laughs> uh, a fantasy pros deep cut. Yes, 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 yes. From our from the draft was it in, in Jimmy's basement that he kept yep. showing up as the. I think he did take George Kittle eventually. I and think then it worked out very well. Um, he he made some moves to fill the you know he had, he was struggling with quarterback and picked up Joe Burrow. Although I think if he would have instead of just starting um, Tom Brady all year and if he would just would have started Trevor Lawrence instead, I think he would have had the same net effect of trading for Joe Burrow and not having to give up Dotson in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, like I said, he, he took up some big swings and got McCaffrey, which I think at the end of the day, end of the day is what swung the the the, the title for him. So totally. with that, you know, I'm going to give him a B plus. Yeah, Wandale comes back off his ACL. That could be also very scary because I really liked how he looked. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy made some moves. Um, started off, you know, kind of with a you know, bang, getting Mike Williams for Corey Davis in a first. Plus, he picked up a second, so that was a pretty good one. But then he turned right around and, in my opinion, grabbed the bed and gave away a locket for basically nothing. Um, He did pick up uh, Najee's backup from me, you know, for, you know, I guess Molster had a solid year, so that wasn't a bad trade. Um, you know, he got a couple of firsts and a second, plus, you know, a couple of filling pieces for Najee and, and Jalen when Najee wasn't looking so hot. So um, I, I really liked Jerry Judy in a second for DJ Moore and a first and a third. Uh, I thought that was a really good deal on his part. He did a phenomenal job getting Debo and a couple of firsts from Adrian. Um, got Kyler and uh, a first for Herbert. 
I mean, the only negative one, like he gave away Cook and Madison for Juju and Pierce. I mean, if you know Pierce could be the guy next year, Juju kind of was kind of crappy after he picked him up. That was maybe the only like little bit of a downer I would say besides the that really bad, not really, but that bad locket one. So I, I think overall I'm going to give Jimmy a, an A, solid A on that one. And here we are. And here we are, you and me. Um, we talked a little bit already about that Alave deal. I think, you know, long-term, that's a, a good deal for you. I, you know, I don't know if Pollard or, or Gabe Davis, or sorry, Lazard or Gabe Davis are going to do a whole lot against Zeke's on the tail end. So it really, if if Pollard goes off and is a stud running back for the next three years, I think it's a it's an L for you, but um, – Fans of the plan will just wait till step. What is it? Collect underpants and then Olave becomes number one wide receiver. Yes. So, uh, but again, I like that one for you. Uh, you got Garrett Wilson back, or got Garrett Wilson from me for Deontay and Elijah Moore. That's my that's my biggest, my second biggest regret. We'll get to that. You know, hashtag spoiler. Um, didn't like giving away Terry McLaurin in a third for Lazard and Gabe Davis uh, for you. Um, you got Keenan for Wandale in a second, which was a really good one for you. Um, you got Pollard for DeBooker and that eighth overall pick, which turned into Brian Robinson. So Brian Robinson, um, picked up a first round pick for Fields and give that was my, that was my Adrian, uh, Adrian drops Justin Fields. I go to church and pick up Justin Fields and I get a first instead. Yeah, I mean, I got a high. I mean, talk I about divine like, intervention. <laughs> yeah, I moved down five, five picks, and plus picked up another second for, and got Fields. So I, I don't. I mean, that, I thought I thought that was pretty fair overall. Um, I don't remember who that. You I think I just a, had an itchy trade finger, as we were getting close to the end of the, the thing. Like I made some decent deals, but. Yeah, I mean, you went like six weeks without making a making a deal, and then you made a bunch at the end there. Um, but you did well, so uh, I'll give you a, an overall. I'll give you a B plus on the on the year for your trades. And then myself, um, how much I time think... you got, feller? <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. We won't go too too deep into this one because again, there's like we've already eight... talked about every one of them because you traded Pretty with much. literally everybody in the league is. More than half their trades is your trades with them. Yes. Um, you know, so with that, I think we you know, we, we highlighted a couple. The one that I hated the most was giving McCaffrey to Doug only because, you know, I, it, it was it was one of those like love hate trades because we were talking about this in the pre you know pre show stuff that it helped Doug beat Nate, which was awesome. But then in the finals, it McCaffrey also helped beat me. So, and if I would have had McCaffrey instead of having to play Chuba Hubbard, like it would have maybe swung things. Um, so, yeah, that was my like worst but best trade because, again, we having another year, be, you know, helped because uh, Doug beat Nate. But, um, yeah, I'm not loving the fact that uh, uh, I did that because it hurt me. So, uh, we talked about giving up Garrett Wilson for Deontay and Elijah Moore. Uh, didn't love that one. I mean, Overall, I like my team. My team at the end of the year was was better. I think you know the trade that I made with Maddie. We'll we'll see. Um, you know, so you know, pre end of season, I would say you know probably a solid B overall for me. Um, 
just from you know where I was to to where I ended up. You know, getting picking up AJ Brown, picking up uh, Jalen Hurts again. You know, um, ending up with T Higgins. Um, yeah, I I think overall from where I was to where I ended up was better. Uh, made some stupid you know pulling ahead trades, but also made some good ones. Um, but when you make like so many trades or whatever it was, you're bound to make a <laughs> you're bound to have a few bad ones, right? So. I think um, I would give your trades uh I would probably give like they're incredibly back ass words. Like there are plenty that I was like, What the fuck are you doing? Uh which is kind of a normal circumstance when we review KT trades. Yep. Um but like your massive roundabout way, I think I would give your team in my opinion, an absolute A plus. You got, you probably should be the emperor right now. You got boned. Yeah. All that training, you still would have probably won the league if your team stayed healthy the way it was. And now I give your team like a C minus <laughs> because yeah. you've traded it all away. Um, you had John. This is kind of the uh. Like, you have the best player in the league on your team for all of about 12 seconds, and then he leaves. Like, the Jonathan Taylor, you get him, and then now you have Zonovan Knight and then uh, the oh. 102. Like, I know, whatever. Don't We don't need to talk about Zonovan Knight since he is another creative player that will not be in the league probably. No, I, and Zonovan Knight was just, you know, I think – Dave likes to even up the players in the in the deal. I could have cared less if Zonovan Knight was actually in that deal. That was more me getting the two overall pick and um, a future first for sure. Jonathan Taylor, right? I mean, the, the other players were – you could have, like I said, create players. I don't care who they are. Um, right. But and, and the only reason I wanted the two was because I'm either going to end up taking if somehow Dano – has a complete brain fart and doesn't take Bijan Robinson with the 101. Then I'll take Bijan Robinson with the 102. Um, but there's also spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, right? <laughs> um, there's two guys, you know, from the research that I've done that I'm I'm really excited about um, as well at the running back position. One being um, Jameer Gibbs, uh, and then the other one being Sean Tucker. So. Uh, out of Syracuse. So those are, those are two guys I'm really high on, you know, they're probably not going to be Jonathan Taylor year one, but uh, that team, the direction that the Colts are going on, unless they get a really good coach, like it just, I feel like it's just bad juju. Like their offensive line was great and now they're terrible. And I think, you know, one of the things I've noticed, you know, you know, you look at the, the guys that are, you know, currently up at the top of the, the leaderboard for points. I mean, obviously McCaffrey, just in Eckler do what they do because they catch so many goddamn balls. Um, but then, you know, the rest of the, the rest of those guys are typically guys you know, that have great offensive lines that are, I mean, they're really good running backs. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, it helps have a good, a good old line. So I think Gibbs is one of those guys that uh, could come in and be Kamara like um, catch a bunch of balls. So that was the, that was the big reason I did it. So you're sniping content for a draft preview. I am. It's true. But, uh, and we're giving our our new our new division enemies more fodder than they need. We have to keep some things close <laughs> to the best. 
Yeah. Well, we also know that I'm going to trade the number two pick probably 50 times between now and then and get it back and trade it away and get it back. Right. So uh, yep. the likelihood of me keeping that number two overall pick is probably pretty low. So absolutely. Just don't trade it to somebody who doesn't trade. I'll try. Um, all right. Well, we are going to wrap this up with some end of year awards. KT, are you ready for some fuckery here? Let's get into the fun stuff. Yeah. Okay, so this is in no particular order. Uh, I'm going to start just because we're on a trade bender. Yep. Uh, I'm going to start with best trade of the year. And that trade goes to Doug. We talked about (laughs) the McCaffrey deal. Yep. Solidify. It was McCaffrey, Waddle, or Wandale in a second. He got for DJ Moore. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams being the best part of that entire deal, which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, thought that, right? Yeah. So who'd have thought that? But McCaffrey basically, McCaffrey and Doug go together like peas and carrots. Yep. And uh, he almost assembled the gauntlet, but uh, he basically got the nookie blankie instead, and um. McCaffrey helped seal his emperor title. So yes, best trade sure. of the year for sure. Um, Thank you, Doug, for that. The worst <laughs> trade I had all of yours. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but I would probably actually give it to the Diggs trade for Debo and two firsts for Adrian. Because I yeah, Adrian. Um, love that deal for, uh, Jimmy and, um, just cause, oh, I mean, Diggs is fucking great, but Diggs is also going to turn 30. He's only one guy. Adrian needs yep. bodies. More than, yes, he, he needs more yeah. bodies. And yeah, so I was hoping he would have more of a, or I probably, he would hope that he did more to get more warm bodies on that team. Cause yeah. Um. All right, we've got you know a number of other ones here. So we've got uh, drink of the year, KT. Yes. So out of all the shit that we did, this is putting you a little bit on the spot. But the best drink of the year that we had on the pod. This is my this is my award, but I'll give you you know your chance to uh, say your drink of the year. I will go with the vodka transfusion. I thought that was the most tastiest thing I drank all year. What about you? My uh, my favorite now is still the uh, that Stella Artois cider. So that was that was my favorite of the year. Wow, not supporting local, you fucker. I know. Um, we have to go with the pod of the year. Uh, I went with the divine intervention. <laughs> yes. Uh, pod, because we got so much love from the great state of Nevada. Yes. Uh, it's a toss up for me. I, w- I would say that the divine intervention one is, is one. And then uh, maybe the, the close second um, to that one. I got to find the. It was our, our preview last week because I sent you and Robbie a text, I think it was, um, that we went, that was our first one that went international. Uh, we had <laughs> some we poor had some, schmuck in India. In India, yes. In between some, 
scam telecommuter calls. Decided yeah, to plug in. So. Decided to download a uh, a podcast about uh, a random, you know, Empire Football League in, in the U.S. So, but no, I think yeah, the Defiant Intervention won. Um, I think my favorite team, my favorite actual, this, I don't know if you have this or not, this kind of relates to this maybe a little bit. My favorite, oh, I gotta have to look at it real quickly to get the official name of it. Um, podcast name, if you will. Um was I was torn because I was thinking about making this an actual thing, but I didn't. I was yep. I was torn between one inch penis <laughs> yep. and the acronym of fuck his team is good, just ask him. <laughs> Those were the exact that was it to go to as well. followed I think by the uh, you know in third place would be the reverse KT reverse jinx. Yes. Yeah. Well, that is a staple. Um, these are now all, you know, due to the podcast, these are all in, in canon. They're all in lore now. Um, they're all, you know, the reverse, everybody knew about the reverse KT reverse jinx, but now it's got its own, it's in the glossary. So. Yeah. And oddly enough real quickly, I did not do that for the last like five or six weeks of the year. I didn't, I did not send one reverse jinx actual, official reverse jinx text um for the last like five or six weeks well so that um that is probably why you lost damn it um the fun with number of the year which i would just like to publicly shame nate the lack of fun with numbers down the stretch for the championship game and like he talked about nothing one not Nothing. in it. He's not in it, so he doesn't give a fuck anymore. He loses in the first round of the playoffs, he just mails it in. We, Peace out. We know. We know what kind of friend he is. Uh, <laughs> the fun with number of the year was uh, that I had dug up was just the ridiculousness of the fact that Baker went eight and zero versus you in in uh, in Ruffle season one. <laughs> that he was completely eight. He was completely dominating you in the entire. Yeah first ruffle so i thought that was very ridiculous to uh go back through the annals of time to find out that you um that baker's your kryptonite or was your kryptonite um i still have yet to lose a week one that is also fucking bonkers um (laughs) yeah so we can't you can't change that team name that's for sure um speaking of team names team name of the year now I do have a a runner up and it is one of my own because there's only a few people that change. Oh, I was oh fuck, I, I totally stepped on my own touchdown call cuz I was just going to give it to she wants the D and move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh the runner up is the DK poop chauffeur. Yes. Um but I think the team name of the year hands down is fuck Brett. Yes. I I uh I was appreciative of Brett leaning into the the, the pod fawn and, and calling his teammate "fuck Brett." So, Kudos it'll be to a Brett for that. you know new year, new new year, new fuck Brett. This this <laughs> time we'll have to see what it actually turns into or if he sticks with it. So, um, I went with spoiler alert of the year, and that was your prediction of Doug winning in the unrecorded, <laughs> yeah. un 
recoverable first yes. episode of this podcast. Oh, so that bothers me so much that we can't go back and get that one. But I can, I can, um, I can vouch that you picked Doug to win it all, and that we were going to be very upset about the dynasty replicate uh, repercussions about that. Yes. So that was the spoiler alert of the year. Um, <sighs> Why didn't I pick myself? Damn it. <sighs> sucks um if i want to keep going um the strip club award <laughs> this is the most money wasted on a waiver wire pickup <laughs> and we have a we have a runner-up and then we have a, a winner here so the runner-up is 75 dollars being spent on Kenyon drake by natron <laughs> yep <laughs> And it's a tie in dollar value, but it's not a tie in in irrelevancy. Uh, Brett in week three spent seventy five dollars on Darrell Williams, um, which is fucking hilarious as he like didn't play all year the rest of the year, so um, got hurt and was not active. So that was the strip club award, just throwing money into the air and watching it well- fall into some. Poor coeds uh, lap. So, but is that is that worse though than like essentially like again, uh, Dano? Like, do something to help your team. You ended up with eighty dollars left over of one hundred and fifty dollars, so more than half. Oh, yeah, that's the Adrian Award. Oh my! I God. didn't even think about that. Well, that's off the cuff. That's the most money left over at the end of at the end of the season is the uh, the the Adrian. So. <laughs> like, I, I, I think, like I think, uh, Daniel needs to take that the, that meme picture of like you know, like stick figure guy with this holding a stick like put like poking something on the ground. You know what I'm talking about? Where it, like just says do something. Yeah, like that needs to be Daniel's like his mantra. Like do something. Like help your team, buddy. So I think that. Well, a uh, couple more here. We have the grossest move of the year. Okay. All of my quarterbacks <laughs> is what wins. The onslaught of contingency plans back to back to back to back weeks yielding sixteen total points. It was that's a, it, the gro- it, it was a fun um it was a fun thing to kind of do the game of like, you know, at the end of the year, like kind of the Panama Field style, do your contingency plan guessing. Uh that that was that was fun for me. What did uh, Tyler Huntley had nine points the last week? So that means from week from week thirteen. Okay, so not important. You know, right before the playoffs. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. I scored twenty five points total from my quarterbacks. Yuck. <laughs> that is not how you draw it up. Um, um yeah, yeah that's, that's not good. Gross. Uh division of the year was the Ferdinand division, but the division name of the year because it made the most sense, it was the Thanksgiving meal episode where we described it as the prime rib division. Yeah. Where we where we had the the outer cuts being, you know, 
I can't remember what it was. It was the outer the outer cuts were uh Yeah, I, I just remember you talking about the prime rib. Yeah, we had we had the gristle was was uh was Robbie. Like the outside cut that's overdone. And then yep. the, the filet mignon in the middle, the, the perfect middle cut was Brett. So we did uh that was a good that was my favorite one of the year. So side so um, quickly on that. Uh I did smoke that prime rib for New Year's Day. I was pretty happy with it. It was a little more done than I wanted it to be because I was trying to time it for when we had to eat. It looked good. Oh, it tasted good too. So it was still juicy, even though it was a little more done than I wanted, but it was more like medium-ish. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely doing that again. So sorry, continue on. Well, I have a prime rib in my fr- fr- uh, freezer. I need to, to <sighs> smoke the fuck out of the food. So making me hungry. Um, couple more, and then we're done. The... Um, the win with zero award, <laughs> which How I feel like could, could be an annual deal, um, way too many times. Uh, it has to go to Doug. Yes, absolutely. Who <laughs> won with three zeros against me? Who was that against? Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, very. Oh, Keep in mind that gets him into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then he wins the whole damn thing. So a lot of so we blame you. Basically, it's on you still. Hey, I set a valid lineup. I don't know what to to tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the last two we have the the we have the recap. Doug's recap of the podcast recap. Yes. Um, the recap of the year from him. My favorite of the entire year was I feel like it's fuck Brett's year. So that was that's I like the that. recap of the year. Go ahead. For me, it was the, the championship edition one where he basically was like, it's all GE and it isn't necessarily because I'm playing KT this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last, let me make sure I have all these because I kind of, yeah, I, I got them all done. So the final one of the year, I just put moment of the year. And I think you can finish it for me here. Ready? Hip hip. <laughs> yes. Dougie. <laughs> well, hip hip Dougie is the moment of the year. Um, oh. we It's the year of hip hip Dougie. Uh, Dougie is our, our emperor and congratulations again to him, but I wish him no no- nothing but me. the worst. Moving forward, um, may all of your pull tab rips be for playbacks only. Playback, Doug. And I hope you buy that open uh, numbers ticket from Jimmy. It's probably worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's it for the uh, end of season recap. Thanks for uh, sticking with us for an hour as we've trudged through the entire season. Um, and a bunch of trades. We'll be back, probably, yeah, hold, probably in a month or so. I don't know. When well, news breaks, we'll we'll be there. Yeah, you know, and then we've talked about doing um, kind of a off season review of each of each team as well too. So there's 12 teams. How many weeks is there between now and the now and this? Um, 
We can so skip one because we... nobody wants to listen to Adrian's team, and he's not going to listen either. So eleven well, weeks. <laughs> well, we got we got to talk about Adrian's team. Um, oh, we'll talk about it. But uh, I don't know if that's like every other week kind of thing between now and then. I think maybe we break down a division. Maybe we just do okay. three. There you go. That's probably better. And we we gotta. You know, gotta drag I, it out. Yeah, we we spend a fucking hour talking about. Uh, Adrian's team, like we're we might get some Nevada clicks, but we're not going to get any from Minnesota that week. So right, yeah, yeah no, so. probably a division would be good. Uh, so I think we'll do we. I mean, do, are we going to do a combine one? Or are we just going to wait for the NFL draft? I think we should do like a post combine, or I don't think we need to do a pre combine. Let's, no, no. Let's, Let's do post combine. Let's do a pre draft, post draft. Let's oh, let's do some free agency. That's yeah, so the, what March, Mar- yeah, the like the first week, first, the first week in March when Rogers goes, uh, uh, you know, gets traded to fucking where San Francisco probably, um, yeah. Let's let's take a look at that, and then yeah, we'll be back. I wanna. We might have to have an emergency pod if there's a big enough trade or something like that. But yeah, we'll uh. We'll be there. Ruffle after dark. Death taxes and ruffle after dark. But this the season is now done, so we must rest. All right. Peace out. Fuck Brett. Bye. Fuck Brett. Bye.